I'm Julie Lamb, a therapist turned life and business coach. In all my years as a therapist and coach, I have seen that true healing and growth comes from understanding your greatest asset, your brain. To manage your life and business, you first have to manage your mind. I'm here to help you figure out what the hell is my brain doing? Hello, my friends, and welcome back to the podcast. The last couple of weeks, we've been talking about burnout, and last week, we talked about common thought errors. And the reason I wanted to talk about that is because as we talk about this next topic that is a contributor to burnout, I want you to be aware of the thought errors that can cause this next problem we're going to talk about, and that is called overthinking. Now, the best example of overthinking is I want you to imagine going into a Ross And this is a store, a department store that honestly sends me into anxiety. (laughs) It is one that is filled to the brim of all sorts of different things. I think it has a general layout that you can go find things, but to me, it feels a little bit disorganized. But my sister loves it. She loves to shop there. She can find the best deals all the time. It's almost like she can go in and just pick the right thing and then it works for her. But that has never been my case. And overthinking a lot of times is like walking into the store that feels disorganized and chaotic and trying to still come away with something that feels right and feels good. And I really like to compare it to that because sometimes we think that overthinking is just taking a thought and thinking over and over. And no, what it really is, is the idea that in our brain, we have all of these thoughts. We have all of these scenarios playing in our head. And sometimes we're not even sure which direction am I supposed to go? Where am I supposed to lead, follow, like, what is that supposed to look like? And the reason that overthinking is so dangerous is because it essentially stops you from doing anything. You are dwelling on everything, like how big this store is, where is everything? How can I find what I want? That you essentially sit frozen in a state of panic of what if I can't find it? What if I can't do anything? And so I really want to look at overthinking, going a little deeper into it. And then what our brain's doing with that. And then I want to give you some real practical things that you can do right now to help with that. Because if you're like me, I have struggled with overthinking. In fact, I still struggle with overthinking. I can't tell you how many times I will start and stop recording of a podcast and think, oh no, I can't say it that way. And I I share that because there's many times that all of us will do this, where we will get in the habit of doing something and then our brain starts to focus on all the problems, all the things around us. And it basically freezes us into inaction. And I want us to stop the inaction. I want us to feel like we can move forward. So now that we kind of understand Overthinking, which is essentially just dwelling on something excessively to the point of inaction. That's the definition I want you just to go with here. And I want to look at why do we do it? Why do we overthink? Is it just because our brain has all of these thoughts? Potentially. But realistically, it goes down to one other thing, and that is our need to control. A lot of times when we feel like our life is completely out of control, we look at where can I control? What can I do? And I use this in a very broad sense of the word, but realistically, what I want you to think about is any project that you're in charge of or business or anything that you have to do moving your work forward, anything to that effect, your brain wants to control it as much as possible. But it's the same thing with our own lives. We want to control the outcomes to think. And a lot of times we want to control that outcome because we are afraid of what that outcome can look like. This is a really critical part of overthinking is honestly that other part. What are we afraid of if we don't control it? And a lot of times the thing we're afraid of is our own emotions. It's our own fear. It's our own anxiety. It's our own unknown that can honestly come and affect us. I share that because a lot of times when we think about overthinking, we think it's just solving this problem. It's just whatever. But I think we often forget to focus on the emotion behind it as well. Now, 
I want to go into a little bit more of what some signs of overthinking actually looks like, because a lot of times we don't recognize that we are overthinking until we are reaching the point of burnout. And I want us to back up and say, what are some signs I can look for now that I am overthinking something? The number one thing is that I can't actually relax. And a lot of times when we are doing anything moving forward, our brain won't allow us to stop. It's like, no, you have to keep going, keep going, keep going. I saw this with a client of mine who had all of these work, school, all of the things that were going on in her life. And she couldn't figure out how to enjoy relaxation because relaxation felt like it was taking away from other things. She was overthinking all of those other things and she was unable to relax, which caused more stress and more overwhelm and everything she was dealing with. That then leads to another sign, which is constant worry or anxiety. And one of the things that I found very interesting about overthinking is, again, you're constantly worrying about the stressors, but now I want you to add onto that. If I can't control it, if I can't make all this go away, we're always worrying about that control aspect, that worry about what that would look like. The other thing is that because we're focused on that control, we become fixated on it and we plan for all of the worst case scenarios. We plan for all the contingency plans. Now, I'll be honest, there are times that that is very, very helpful, but it becomes a problem when it actually stops us. We don't do anything. We can't actually begin the project because we're worried about all of the terrible things that could potentially happen, which in turn makes you mentally exhausted. I don't know about you, but just the idea of thinking about all of these problems, all of the things that could go wrong and just constantly trying to control it and stressful, your brain essentially says, I can't, I'm done. And that is a sign of burnout. Remember is when we are physically, mentally, and emotionally exhausted. Another thing is that typically overthinking is a slew of negative thoughts. If you remember when we talked about our thought errors, I talked about how there are about 60,000 thoughts in the brain and our brain is like a giant claw that comes in and essentially takes the thought. And then we have the chance to evaluate that thought. We can look at it, say, yes, I'll take it. No, I won't. And some of these thoughts are automatic. They're just automatically negative because about 80% of our thoughts are negative. That's pretty high number of negative thoughts. Overthinking, you tend to ruminate a lot more on those 80% of negative thoughts and you bring in more and more and more till eventually it feels like you don't have any positive thoughts. It's all negative thoughts. And what that ends up doing is then affecting your confidence, your self-belief, and your ability to believe that you're actually able to accomplish the things that you have set out before you. Then what ends up happening Another sign, you start replaying all the situations. I could have done this differently. I could have been better here. They were wrong, but maybe I should have done this differently. And so when we're replaying all those situations, our brain is constantly rethinking over and over and over again. And I want you just to hear, that's all so exhausting to your brain that your brain essentially says, you have reached a limit with me. I don't know what to do anymore. So I'm going to just freeze or shut down. I've compared burnout to freeze, and this is also another example of what that freeze cycle looks like. Honestly, I would think the majority of us that are high achievers and moving forward in our life, we will all have freeze a lot more often than you'll see the fight or flight because the freeze is honestly where the overthinking comes in, where everything that feels like it's just too much, too overwhelming, that's what comes from. And that's what our body's natural reaction will be to all that is to shut down, conserve energy, and just keep it as calm as possible. So I want you to basically put overthinkers into two categories. One is someone that ruminates or basically is always dwelling on the past. I shouldn't do this. I didn't learn this, so I'm not able to do it. 
And what that does is that actually pulls into the overgeneralization, that common thought error of overgeneralizing everything and thinking that we must be in a place to accomplish everything ahead of us. Another destructive one is the insistent or persistent worrying. So this is where you are catastrophizing everything and you are worrying about that future. One of the things that's very interesting is that both of these have those element of all or nothing thinking. I can either do it or I can't. And so because we want to control, our brain is so fixated on how do I make this all happen? All of this chronic overthinking, just rehashing it, second guessing and imagining the worst case scenarios, that actually is what stops you is just chronically being unable to go anywhere because you're always thinking the worst case scenario. Okay, guys, I think I've bashed all of that so that we know this is what overthinking looks like. These are some signs. These are some things that just to be aware of. But I really want to go into what do we do to stop this? Because this has been really helpful for me. And I hope that this is something that's helpful for you as well. One of the first things I want to really notice is I want you to start looking and saying, maybe where did my overthinking come from? And I ask this question a lot and I do this because this starts to bring up awareness because a lot of times we don't recognize we're overthinking until our thoughts start spiraling. And then we feel the secondary effects, the physical, the mental, emotional, just drain. And so what I want you to do is in a moment when you feel like, okay, I am overthinking, but I'm actually a little calmer. Just start asking yourself, where did this come from? And a lot of times if it's like me, I have these perfectionistic thoughts where everything had to be perfect, had to look a certain way. And if it didn't, then that was a problem. Another thing is I had to look at like society and cultural expectations. And as a woman, oftentimes it feels like I have to prove a lot more to show that I fit in or I belong. And if we feel that in any category, whether it is in entrepreneurship or whether it is trying to move ahead up in our business or in the corporate world, or even in our own families, those societal and cultural expectations often will cause us to overthink how we react to something, how we handle something. And if we're doing it in a way that is productive, effective, and doesn't hurt anybody. And I want you to hear all those control things. We're trying to control, honestly, how somebody else could react to it. The other thing that I really want you to look at too, when it comes to understanding overthinking is what are we afraid of when it comes to the emotions? Now, like I said, I don't like feeling vulnerable. I think feeling vulnerable is really hard for me. And so it's very easy for me to resist the emotions to be like, I'm just going to hustle through it and move on. But what ends up happening when I'm not willing to just feel that emotion is my brain kicks into overgear and it starts overthinking everything to avoid all those feelings. So a lot of times I just ask people, get into your body. What is your body feeling like? What are those emotions that are going on? Because when we're not afraid of the emotions, then we're able to stop the overthinking as well. I've mentioned before too, sometimes trauma does cause the overthinking. It's something that's happened to us in the past that we never want to repeat. And because we don't ever want it to repeat, we will overthink something so that that doesn't happen. In any of these instances or cases, I think it's really important that if you feel like this is above you, like you're just like, I don't know if I can do this anymore. I don't know if I can stop the overthinking, that there are people that can help you, whether that be a therapist or a coach. That is what we do. We help you with the overthinking to point out the thought errors, to point out the things that honestly, whether it's from a trauma or from something else, and then we help reframe that. So going with this, as we notice the overthinking, and then we look in and we check with our body and our emotions. One of the things I want you to understand is a lot of times when you're checking in with your emotions in your body, this is something so simple as taking five minutes to breathe, just to take some deep meditation breaths. I talk about breathing a lot because it really does regulate the whole nervous system. And a lot of times when our brain is in constant thinking, 
and I say, okay, wait, wait, let's just take a breath. Let's stop and take some deep breaths. What ends up happening is that all those thoughts end up kind of getting quieted. They end up moving away so that you're then able to say, okay, I'm not feeling as panicked. I'm not feeling as worried. And now I'm able to actually look at the thing that I'm faced with. Then what I want you to do is you just have to evaluate the scope of the situation. So maybe it's you're doing something new. You've never done it before. Maybe it's something you do all the time. Maybe it's any of those things, but you take that situation, you look at it as a whole, and then you start looking for solutions instead of problems. So instead of looking at and saying, oh my gosh, like there's not going to be enough seating or there's not going to be enough people that will come and participate. Instead, start looking and saying, okay, if I have this many people, what would I do? If this was the outcome, what would that look like? When we start looking for solutions, our brain naturally becomes problem solving. Instead of thinking of all the things that could potentially go wrong, it starts thinking about if this all goes right, what would that then look like? This is also really, really helpful for anything I do. When I am doing something new, something different, I often will say, okay, I've accomplished it. It looks great. How do I want to feel about that? What are the things that will help me to get there? Because by focusing on that, imagining it all works great, my brain doesn't have time to think about all the ways it will go wrong because I've already decided it's going to go great. This is different than just positive Pollyanna thought. It is honestly just being able to take any situation that we're in and looking at it and saying, I know things could potentially go wrong, but I want to look at it and say, it's going to turn out okay. And if it's going to turn out okay, what would that look like? How would I feel? What are the things that I would be aware of? That's a lot better of an approach than being like, it's all going to be terrible. And I don't know how I'm going to control all this. I don't know what to do. Notice how even my voice starts to feel frantic when I'm thinking about all the things that could go wrong, all the things that I can't control. And when I think that, then naturally the brain starts overthinking. My nervous system kicks into gear. I won't actually do anything. In a moment, when you have looked through the solutions, you've kind of done that. I encourage everybody to take some time and journal. Journal some thoughts about where did this overthinking come from? If you were to be sitting at my desk, you would say I have note papers everywhere. I carry a notebook with me all the time where I can take notes about what's going on. What are my thoughts? And I've now transferred that because sometimes carrying a notebook isn't always convenient. And so I have it in my phone where I will write notes and I will find that sometimes that helps me to channel my thoughts. When I start to think about all of the projects, all the things, I naturally have a place to put it. This is also really great when you feel like you are overthinking because you're going to miss something. What if I am late or what if I am not good at this? Sometimes just being able to write it all out, write out all the thoughts that I'm having helps me to look and categorize and say, is this realistic? Is this not realistic? Like what's going on there? The reason that we overthink a lot as well is because it stays in our brain. When we write it out, it is getting it out of our brain so that our brain can look at it. Honestly, that's the reason we tell people to journal is so that you can stop overthinking and ruminating about it in your brain and you can actually look at it on paper. It's not some magical, like you'll suddenly get this clarity. I mean, you will, but really what it is, is that you will get this out of your brain and then you can look at it. We overthink because we ruminate, we think we keep going and we don't have anywhere to put it. So my friends, when you are struggling with overthinking, first sit down, write it all out, write everything doesn't matter if it makes sense or not. Then you can categorize it. Then you can figure out what actually needs attention. You can look at it from a solution perspective. You can then decide what you want to think and feel about these things. But the key is get it out of your brain. That's really what you want to do. Otherwise, your brain will fixate on it and it will continue to stay in that cycle and spiraling. I wanted to share this as well, because as I said, I am a chronic overthinker. 
I overthink a lot of things. And it hasn't been until recently that I've noticed that my overthinking has calmed down that I wanted to share that. But the other thing is, is that as you progress, I want you to be aware of something. You will progress and do better in so many areas. If you do even a little bit of the things that we've talked about, you will see some massive changes. And as you do, I want you to imagine going up a spiral staircase. And as you're going up the spiral staircase, a lot of times these overthinking thoughts are going to start coming up after you almost. And as they do that, I want you to know that if you can take that higher ground to be able to look down on them to say, oh, those are my old thoughts that I've had. Those are the old patterns that I've had. And now I'm heading up into a new pattern, new thought process. Then those old thoughts, they'll come and they might bother you a little bit, but then you're able to move past them in a better, efficient manner. This is really, really crucial for a lot of us because I notice that for me, I will have these times where I'm like, I'm doing really good. And then I'm like, wait, why is my brain overthinking again? And it's my brain's used to overthinking. And now that I'm kind of being more aware of it, I'm more mindful of it. I take the time that I need to stop it. And I encourage you to do that as well. So take some time during your day, journal it all out, take some time to breathe, take some time just to clear your brain from thinking, because when we do that, that will truly help with the overthinking. So I'm really excited as we head into the summer, some great conversations are going to be had. As you continue to listen, if you have questions, don't hesitate to drop them at julie at julielamcoaching.com. And as always, take care of your brains. They are there to help guide us. They're there to keep us safe. And we're going to just help it along the way as well. If you love today's show, I would love for you to take a minute and give a five-star rating and a review. Subscribe and share with those that you know would love to learn more about managing their brains. If you're ready to join me, I want to invite you to coach with me where we uncover more about your brain so that you can have the life and business you dream about. Manage your brain is more than just a thought. It is a possibility. Go to www.julielamcoaching.com to learn more. This is how we do it. Stick with it. See you soon. Have a great day.